Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today and I'm going to jump straight into this week's episode by sharing a quote. It's a quote from Albert Einstein and he says, the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. Now I'm sharing this quote because this week's episode is all about cultivating this skill of deeper thinking and I wanted to share this quote to give this episode some context and tapping into this notion that changing our thoughts, deepening the way we think can actually have a ripple effect that not only changes our own lives but can change the lives of those around us and ultimately the world as a whole. And in this episode I really want to show you how you can use your journal, a simple notebook and pen, as this tool to really cultivate new depths of thinking and to explore the kind of worlds that open up for you as you allow yourself the space, the presence and the distraction-free space to really think and delve and contemplate and get introspective with all kinds of things. And I want to give some thought here around why this skill is so powerful. And it's actually because we are in this age of information, or you could actually call it the age of information overload and overwhelm. Information is not in short supply in our world right now. In fact, virtually anything you could possibly want to know is available at the click of a few fingers. We just turn to Google. There's so much information. We're bombarded with information, whether it's on TV, 24-hour news channels, entertainment, social media, and of course, search engines. And this is such a sharp contrast to how how I grew up, how things were like when I was a child. So I was uh, at school in the in the 80s and If we wanted to know something, we had to ask a teacher, we had to rely on someone in our field, we had to look in a book, we had to rely on our own inherent knowledge or the things we'd learned over time. Now, if my kids want to know something, I pull out my phone. It's crazy and it's powerful, but it also means that our attention spans have shrunk. I was shocked when a few years back I was doing some research for, for an article I was writing And I discovered that the human attention span is now less than a goldfish's. That's crazy when you think about it because it's always a joke. Oh, yeah, your attention's as short as a goldfish, as if it was a bad thing. But this is now our reality. And I think there's a number of reasons for this, but mostly because this, this shorter attention span actually helps us to cope with the bombardment of information that is thrown at us. 
we literally cannot process everything that comes into our lives on a daily basis. There's so much, there's too much. So we filter things out, we, we dumb things down, we give things a quick glance, we read the headlines alone and use that to stay on top of things. And while there's an advantage to this because it enables us to stay on top of things, there's a huge disadvantage too because what happens is we end up relying on surface level stuff. We, we dip into superficial thinking. We only we spend more time thinking about the insignificant things and as a result, our quality of thinking has diminished because do we really know something? Can we really understand something at any sort of depth and meaning if we've only touched the tip of the iceberg? I would say no, because as humans, we are complex. We are deep beings. We are incredible meaning-making machines. We have this infinite inner world of memories and insights and stories and individual wisdom. We have a sense of knowing. We have intuition. We have creativity. We have ideas. We're deeply curious. Like we crave this depth of experience and being like when things feel superficial, the quality diminishes. We don't feel so satisfied. We don't really know. But in this age, we can push back against some of this stuff by making this commitment to really discover who we are, to know what we think and feel and believe, to know ourselves, to intensify our levels of self-awareness. So we can access and tap into that truth within it potentially makes us less influenced by the external stuff that we see everywhere and enables us to find a grounded sense of being inside what we know to be true like who we are and less swayed by the avalanche that surrounds us so deep thinking is this practice this skill this intention that enables us to reclaim and find who we are and ourselves in this age of superficiality. And deep thinking is all about getting beyond the obvious and the easy, like questioning, layering in complexity and other possibilities. It's about questioning and challenging and not necessarily taking things at face value. It's pondering, it's contemplation, it's introspective. It's moving beyond what's comfortable. It's allowing us to see what's beyond the initial thought, to find out what's below the surface. It's about peeling away the onion layer and seeing what's underneath and what's below that and what's below that and what's below that. It's this mining, this mining journey that maybe isn't quite so broad, but the depth brings you to this fresh sense of knowing and stability and certainty. And this is powerful, particularly as deep thinking isn't so common in our world right now because of the way we are so distracted by this information age. So what are some of the benefits of deep thinking and I know I've already mentioned a few of them, but I, I'd love to go deeper into this to really give you a sense of what is available if you take the time to create the space where 
you really go there. And first of all, it's about cultivating curiosity and creativity and those critical thinking and problem solving skills. And while this is the age of information, I think it's also the age of individuality. And we see this with the rising of personal brands and influencers and people on platforms such as TikTok and Instagram with huge followings, people that attract audiences because of who they are, because of what they say, because of how they show up. And so to really leverage this age of individuality, we we need to know ourselves. We need to get curious about what we think and how we express and what we desire. And this depth, this depth can take us there, can really help us figure out and differentiate between what we desire and what the outside world is telling us we should desire. It enables us to process problems at multiple levels of complexity. So we can come up with innovative solutions, innovative ideas that can open doors. I think it was Jim Rohn said that you only need one idea to change your life. Well, this deep thinking can create the platform and the environment where this is a real possibility. I think another huge benefit is we can learn to formulate our own opinions. What is true for us? And when we have this knowing that comes from the sense of certainty within, because we thought it through, we've analysed it, we felt into it, we can challenge narratives. We can explore issues from multiple directions. We can get outside of the prevailing paradigms and create new insights And I think this is really powerful and important in in the age we are in right now, where there is so much division and so many varying conversations. It's important we know where we as individuals sit on that spectrum, because otherwise we settle. We settle for what the narrative says rather than what we think, rather than what we know, rather than what we've chosen to choose. And in the process, we find meanings. We can push back against the prevailing superficiality. We can say, no, I want to know more. This isn't sufficient for me. This doesn't satiate the desire inside that I feel to find more purpose, to find more meaning because superficiality, unfortunately, this breeds a sense of unease and dissatisfaction because it's just not enough. It's not enough. It doesn't make us feel full. And as humans, we desire to feel fullness from inside. Depth can take us there. With deep thinking, we get to go to new places, unexplored places, because a different level and quality of thought can open up whole new worlds and ideas. Steve Jobs talks about creativity as making new connections and innovative connections. Well, this is where depth of thought can lead us, because when we get underneath and we really dive deep, we find new insights, we extract new wisdom, we remember old stories, we process wisdom And as a result, we have more dots to join up. And who knows where that's going to take us? Deep thought guides us to seek out the answers from within, like what is true for us? And when we have the space to reflect on what we believe and what we think and what we feel, instead of just defaulting to the top search result on Google, we know ourselves. We find our best selves. 
we get to observe our mind, we get to observe the way we think. Because deep thinking requires time, it requires focus, it requires energy. It's not just the first thing that comes to mind, it's where does that lead and where does that lead and where does that lead? And if you can really start to see how you operate as a thinker, whoa, imagine the power of that because it means you can strengthen areas, you can tighten things up, you can make it even more efficient, become the scientist in your own mind, in your own life. And from a productivity perspective, well, deep thinking cultivates concentration. And concentration is a currency because in this age of information overload, we are distractible. Pings, phones, the, late, the latest show on Netflix, all of these things are pulling our attention away into these superficial trenches where really our beingness wants to go into the depths of our own experiences. So if we can cultivate the courage and the commitment to stay put, to stay with a thought, to see where it's going to lead, right to the entirety, the extent of that thought, well, we go beyond the obvious. And if we can concentrate, if we are focused and we can intentionally put our focus and and intention in the places that we know it's going to have the most value. Imagine what that could do in your life. Imagine what that would mean for your goals. Imagine what that would mean for your relationships. Imagine what that would mean for what you believe is possible for yourself and your life. So powerful. I feel actually very passionate about this. It's so powerful. And again, I just love how a journal is the place this can all take place. This is where it can all unravel and it's accessible to anyone. You just need a pen and a notebook. So now that we've explored why we wanna cultivate deep thinking, what deep thinking is and what are some of the benefits for ourselves and also the world, because I think the world would actually unfold in a new way if we cultivated this deep thinking desire. So how do we do it? How do we go there? Well. It's not going to surprise you to know that journaling is one of the things I recommend. And the reason I I suggest that, particularly a physical notebook and pen, is because you can turn off all distractions. You can create this protected space, this quiet space, where it's just you with your thinking capacity, just you with your intuition and your insight. Because we want to create this environment where we don't get distracted or interrupted because what happens is your thoughts can be going in one direction you could be building momentum around an idea you could be catching onto strands of thinking that take you into whole new places and open up whole new worlds and the potential is just just there this breakthrough is right at your fingertips and then bam something pings the phone rings a knock on the door and you've lost that chain of thought it's 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 vanished and if you haven't been able to consolidate it enough to remember where you were going you can lose it all together or you can take a lot of time to catch it back again to catch up with it and that's a, a time drain obviously and it's also a frustration so creating space for deep thought where you're uninterrupted is super powerful so this could mean scheduling time in your planner 
giving yourself 30 minute windows or whatever, however amount of time you want to allocate to this. So giving yourself that space to, to go there. Now, some techniques for when you are actually contemplating, because if you're easily distracted, the temptation to, oh, just go look at Facebook or, oh, just check your messages, it's really strong <laughs> because it's uncomfortable to do something that you don't always do. And deep thinking is a practice that you can strengthen. It's a habit that you can crystallize into your life, but you have to overcome that resistance initially. You need to cultivate that staying power. And so one technique I try is as easy as it sounds, I breathe. Like this deep breath can help to release tension and frustration. It can create that pause, just that tiny, tiny gap where you can remember what your intention is. Like, why did you sit down to do this work in the first place? Why are you doing this for? Like, remind yourself what's at stake, what the prize is of cultivating this ability to think deeply, where it could take you in your life. And breathing's powerful too because it calms the nervous system. It tames and takes the edge off the fight or flight response. And as the fight or flight response dissipates back into the background, so your logical, analytical, intelligent brain can rejoin the conversation and who knows what can open up from that. So your journal in a quiet environment and that doesn't have to be locked away in your office. I love, I love journaling by the sea. I love journaling in nature. I love journaling to music without words, just sounds that energize something. It's all about finding that space, that environment that switches something on in you, that cultivates that desire to go somewhere in your journal, in your notebook, with your thoughts. So this is an opportunity to experiment and have a play. And it's important to not make it just another thing on your to-do list that you feel you have to do to be successful and then you tick it off as done. No, it's not about that. Change your labelling around what this time with your journal means. Make it mean self-awareness. Make it mean self-discovery. Make it mean this cultivation of this incredible relationship with, with you. With you. Who are you? What do you think about this? What can this conversation open up for you? All of these things, like, take it back to knowing who you are and discovering who you are because there's so much power in that. This is, I'm so passionate about this conversation because you are the canvas that your life is painted on. You are the building blocks. You are the start point. You are the catalyst. You are the activator. You are the thinker. You are all of these things in your life and the stronger these aspects become, the more life can open up for you, the more things are possible, the more capacity you have, the more things you can do, the, the more individualised you can become. It all starts with this deep knowing, this, this relationship of trust and confidence with yourself and the journal can open this up for you. Now, Another thing I suggest is you bring some sort of some sort of stimulus to your deep thinking time. So you might want to bring a problem or a challenge. It could be something that you're grappling with in your life. It could be a question that you've seen in the media or you've heard people ask that you want to answer. Something something that's doesn't have an obvious answer or something that does have an obvious answer that you want to get beyond and see if there's other possibilities. 
sometimes a blank page can be overwhelming. Sometimes we can sit with a blank page and we just go blank (laughs) and nothing wants to flow. So having something that directs your thinking and sparks contemplation can be a powerful way to kickstart the process of deep thinking. Now, another thing you can do is ask yourself a question. So this could be a self-discovery question. And again, see where the journal takes you, knowing that the journal can hold your thoughts as they unravel, knowing that the unraveling process itself is a part of the depth because you can see what's behind the first thought. You can see where initial thought connects to. It can all unravel and unfold and reveal itself. And then you get to read it back, which is powerful because that in itself becomes a stimulus to kickstart new thinking and new discoveries. Potent. Now, another thing you can do is inspire yourself. So what I've noticed is if I read a a good book, if I read a book that I'm interested in, I'll often read something that kickstarts a whole new train of thought for me. Sometimes it's about the, the content in the book. Sometimes it's about something else in my life that I've been I've been thinking about right now I'm reading Eckhart Toller's A New Earth it's amazing I'm loving it and I have to sit with my journal because sometimes I've only read a few paragraphs and this thought bubble just ignites inside me and I have to write it out maybe there's books like that for you it could be poetry it could be quotes like I wrote down an amazing quote today it's by Lao Tzu he said when I let go of what I am I become what I might be. Imagine journaling that. Imagine seeing where the thinking and understanding of what that create actually means can take you. Well, this one here by Khalil Gibran. Your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. Whoa, quotes, quotes are just this potent sandby that can crack something open. So there are some ideas there for igniting some inspiration to guide and stimulate your deep thinking so bring in a problem or a challenge asking yourself a question inspiring yourself with some reading or um, inspiring yourself with a quote now some other one other thing I want to just leave you with now is you can also ask yourself some questions to cultivate depth if depth isn't um, if depth isn't something you do instinctively we have to cultivate it by asking clarifying questions that guide us and draw us further through the onion layers. So I'm just going to share a couple here that you could bring into your journaling practice and ask yourself. So what are the deeper issues here? What's the real question I should be asking now? What's my blind spot in this situation? What possibility could this allow me to step into? What does this train of thought say about who I am being? Now I'm going to pop those questions into the show notes because you may want to write them down and use them next time you dive into a, a deep thought session. And... I want to leave you, as always, with a journaling prompt, something that is going to take you deep into the truth of who you are and what you know. And I'm going to encourage you to journal around the Khalil Gibran quote I shared earlier. Your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. 
What does this mean to you? What does this mean for your life? Is it the truth? Why? Why not? Explore that statement and see where it takes you. And if you're looking for more journaling prompts, remember there's a list in the show notes of the tools we have available for you at Best Self Co. You can listen to any of the podcast episodes we've released over the past year or so, and you'll always find a journaling prompt that you can dive into. And I really encourage you to cultivate this practice of journaling and infuse it with the intention of igniting the process of deep thought inside you and in your life. Because it's one of the most powerful things we can do to call out our best self and create our best life. As Albert Einstein said, and as I repeated at the beginning of the episode, the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. What would be possible for you if you changed your thinking? Have a contemplate and a ponder over that question too. And I'll see you on the next episode. And if you loved this episode, it's gave you something to think about, it's woken something up in you, please share this conversation with other people. Please write a review for us. It just helps other people get to know what this podcast is all about. We're all passionate best self about helping you to become your best self. And as an individual, I believe journaling is one of the best tools you have access to to really do that and walk that path and enjoy that journey. So until next time, get to writing. Thanks for listening.